Sanders Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Has-Been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you doing, sir? What's up? So that's all, that's all you get, huh? You're way too animated today. I'm dude. ready to do it. I'm you ready to go. Way, Run it live. Run it live. Way, way too over the top. Today. Run it live. We are like, we're doing it live. We are like on totally different um, you know, energy levels here. Well, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get you there, but nothing seems to be working this morning. Uh, you know? I, well, you succeeded. I tried the pseudo-gay sexual advance. That's not working. I tried to insult you. That's not working. Like, I'm trying to get you there, and you're just not going with it. Well, you've annoyed me. I mean, is that was that, if you, that was your objective uh, mission well, accomplished. Yeah, but typically what happens is, is if I annoy you, I can get you to a certain point where then you start amping up. But obviously, you haven't had your uh, uh, coffee enema this morning. So Yeah, I, I could use that. I, I use some amphetamines, uh, you know, anything, uh, a little Coke, a bump would be good right now. A little bump, huh? Yeah, a little bump. You're, you're feeling, good. you're not feeling it. You're not feeling it this morning. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm coming off a cold, a little bit sick. So, you know, I uh, got the Rona. I think I'm going to die. You know, don't have the Rona, but I, I, I don't know. I haven't been tested, but, you know, just to kind of, yeah, yeah, you know, kind of feeling a little under the weather here. I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah. Well, fuck you. Oh, what, what, now it's fuck you? Well, yeah, for uh, you know, for everything you've uh, tortured me with this morning, yeah. Well, you don't like smooth jazz. You don't like Al Green. I, I don't get it, man. I don't get. I don't get what the problem is. Not, here. not a big Al Green fan. How are you not? A, that's racist, right? By the way, just just for the record, just so you know. Um, well, I like Al Jarreau. Okay. D- does that make me not racist? I don't know. Is he black or? I don't think so. I, I think he is. I'm know. not sure. I'm not sure. I don't uh, see color, so I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I just uh, go with guys named Al. So you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Whatever. Surprisingly enough, I'm a guy named Al. Yes. Yeah. So I'm a guy named Al. No, you're not. Well, Alex. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, but nobody ever calls an Alex and you know an Al. That's true. A- yeah. Cool. Because the full name is Alexander, so the short name's Alex. Right. Right. If you go short beyond that, then you're just being lazy. That is true. Yeah. Well, you know, it's two syllables. So you can cut that down to one syllable and be okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, what are you doing? Oh, shit. Where'd my show notes go? Jesus Christ. You can't even get anything done over there. You're going to have to carry me. Jesus Christ, as always. Yeah. So uh, anything interesting uh, happened to you this week? Well, we talked about it on the phone, but I will reiterate it here that I did go and get my blood work done and my my checkup done. And uh it came out better than I had thought it was going to come out, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty happy about that. Right. For that, I probably had, you know, more sugar this week than I probably should have. But, you know. Right. Right. But I get, I'm going to be, I, I wasn't taking the metformin. So I got, I'm now, I'm going to be able to take that again because I went to the doctor. Even though the doctor said she didn't turn it off, but I think she did though. Yeah. But I don't think, I don't know. I don't think she's lying. Then I had to take my pants down and, you know. Right. Right. Which I don't have any problem with. Like, if you're a doctor, I'll show you my junk every day of the week. Like, just. Well, that's why I always want a, a hot female doctor because if someone's going to be fondling my junk and uh, you know sticking a digit in my backside, uh, you know, it, I didn't get I, the wanted, di- I didn't get the digit yet. You didn't get the digit? No, yet, not huh? yet. Okay. My we talked la- about the digit. My last doctor, I, I think she had some type of fetish, but yeah, she was hot, so I didn't mind. But uh, she would uh, like from the time I was thirty, she was uh, checking my prostate. <laughs> Every time I saw her, man, she, she just, wanted to check my prostate. She's like, let me get in that ass. Like, <laughs> let me just right. get in that ass for a second, Adrian. Yeah, you reach around, Mister Wiley. You know? Uh, but uh, yeah, I haven't been to a doctor in like ten or twelve years. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so by all indications, I'm doing great. Yeah, well, according to them, yeah, yeah. So uh, all my uh, all my blood work is perfect, and you know, <laughs> everything's grand. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. ragu now. So you're yeah. Good. I guess I probably should go for a physical, like one of these years. Maybe. Eh, fuck it. Yeah, you don't yeah, care. Yeah. What do you give a fuck for it? We'll wait till the autopsy to figure out what killed me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I ask a question real quick? Is it possible you in your will that if you die that I can get your uh, right arm? A uh, why? Well, for the we the people thing. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, no. I'll only take. Can, can we cut no. it off? You're going to have to break into can we the cut funeral home and and take it off yourself. Are you going to be okay with that though? Oh, I, if if you actually steal it, then I'm totally okay with that. But I'm not giving it to you. Okay. Yeah. All right. So well, that's fine. I can do that. Yeah. So you think how creepy would it be if I put that up on my wall? It puts the lotion on its skin, <laughs> or it gets that's, the hose that's again. How, that's how creepy it is. Or it yeah. gets the hose again. <laughs> right. <laughs> what if I just wore it around a little while? Uh, yeah. Like I made it like a sleeve. I, I would. And I made your arm like a sleeve and I, just walked around. With I, it. I I honestly wouldn't have a problem with that. I would think that was pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> go for it, man. <laughs> yeah. Have you noticed though that tattooing? which when we were growing up was something that was done but not done at the level that it is right now. Oh yeah. Like yeah. I here's the thing the weird thing was is I was noticing a lot more tattoo places and then was like wow it seems like the the market's oversaturated with the tattoo places but then you look at everybody's body and you realize right. that it is not oversaturated. Right. That right. Everybody and their mother has multiple all kinds of tattoos. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, definitely not a, a, you know, it used to be kind of like if you had a tat, it was a sign you're a badass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And a woman with a tat, you know, she was basically... Not to be fucked with. Yeah, she was probably on the back of a Harley. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, it's that's totally changed. I, I see, uh, which I find interesting is, uh, you know, you see very effeminine men just totally tatted up. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah, so it's it's really... In places that you know hurt. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, you know, it's... it's uh, it's a different kind of world, and, and that is no longer a just, you know, an anchor in a heart that says mom. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> Danielle's getting ready to get a freaking meat tag. What's that mean? Well, I only, I always call it a meat tag because if you get a tattoo right here, mm -hmm. like in your side, I always consider that the meat tag. Oh, on, on her side, huh? Yeah. Not like a tramp stamp, huh? No, no. I should have got one of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't well, and that's another that. thing is you don't get stat tattoos with other people's names on it just in case. Yeah, that's usually a bad idea. Yeah, Danielle yeah. did that. Oh, did she really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that that's I mean, that's a long time ago, though. Yeah, it was but, before I met her. Yeah, but it, it, it's something you got to look at all the time, huh? I mean, sometimes I got to look at it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, depends on you know, depending on what's going on. You know, for Freaky Friday night, all of a sudden I'm looking at a tattoo. But, right? You know. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Does it say property of? No, no, no. Just got the names <laughs> on it though. It was all the kids' names, but she doesn't mind that. And then. But then when the kid changes names, though, that's a whole different problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, we talked about that the other night where the kid, you know, one of the, Caden was there. Right. Caden used to be Isabel. Right. It says Isabel on Daniel's back. Right. She, he wants to change to Caden. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. well, and you only get one name change, right, <laughs> right. by the way? Yeah. Like it's, I said, that you only get one name change. That, that's kind of permanent. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's not that permanent. Well, I mean it's supposed it's, to be permanent, but you can you can have it changed. It, but. It, it, when you when you change a tattoo, you always know it's been changed. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Deep you, down, you, can, you know. Well, no, you you can usually tell. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, depending on the, I mean, some of the tattoo people are real good artists, though, that they can make it happen without right. it, though. Yeah, but uh, honestly, I prefer uh, you know uh, a woman to have no tats. You know. Um. Hmm. I'm not, uh, you know, what, one little tat here and there, that's fine. But I'm not into the whole, you know, uh, painted lady type of thing. I don't want a lot, but I like some. Yeah. But it all depends, though. Like, don't put really, like, if, don't put really anything near the boobies. Eh. I don't want the tattoos near the boobies, though. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you go under the boobie, maybe something, if it's if it's like a, a, a bite mark looking thing tattoo that would be kind of cool you know what i'm saying like those bite mark ones like with a little bit of blood you know what i'm saying like that would be cool but uh, yeah that's uh hmm. that says a lot about your uh sexual psychology there what to have a little <laughs> bloody bite mark on a boob man i guess that is a little freaky that, isn't yeah it, that sounds that sounds a little off in, yeah. in my book uh, something ain't right there well i always wanted i always wanted either kelly or danielle to get uh like near the uh, near the, the the lower nether regions is i wanted a picture of mickey mouse with a lawnmower Dude, dude, it's just wrong. That's wrong on so many. You levels. know what I'm saying, though. I, I do know what you're going at there. Yeah, like I would yeah. like that, especially if it was like you shaved down a portion. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. They're just enough. I want, that's what I wanted. I wanted just shaved enough to where it looks like he started. Like he's mid. He's mid cut. Okay, that's kind of funny, but I, I definitely wouldn't want to, you know, see that every time that you went down there. I, 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 yeah, I don't want to be. Uh, looking at uh, Mickey uh, square in the eye when I'm going downtown. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> just no. I always think of Mickey in the South Park episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't do a Mickey Mouse impersonation imp- impression though. I wouldn't even try it. Not only because I can't do it, but because I don't want to get sued by Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Without a cold, I could that probably was the pull best it off. Got. Yeah, that, was it was, ba- that wasn't bad though. Yeah, that wasn't bad. That was bringing the business. Yeah, and yeah. I like it. I like where you're going with that. We didn't even. That wasn't even tried ahead of time. No, no, that was uh, straight off the cuff, and obviously it fell pretty flat. But uh, where, what are we going to talk about today? What have we got going on in the world? You know, okay, let's just start at the top, because I do think that the, this this is actually a very funny, if not sad, um, uh, set of events that are causing uh, that are causing this, this. This is an indictment of humanity, the American people. Well, specifically the American people in this case, but mm. in, in general, uh, humanity. I got to agree with you yeah. there, though. Um, so this week it came out that uh, Fauci's NIH funded under his approval um, some uh, essentially torture of uh, 44 beagle puppies. And what they did is they locked their heads uh, into cages and they filled the cages with sand fleas and essentially let the sand fleas devour these dogs faces uh, until they died. Um, and they were testing some type of, you know, something to prevent the bites of sand fleas. And, and it was so bad that they had to take the larynxes out of the dogs beforehand because the researchers couldn't handle hearing the dogs, um, you know, whimpers of pain and, and barking and, you know, just, it, it just basically, you know, they tortured these animals to death, essentially. Now it was in the, in the, you know, realm of science, um, so if, if there's, in my view, it's horrible, it's sad, but if there is truly a benefit to mankind, it's somewhat forgivable. You know what I'm saying? No, no, I don't. No, I don't. Well, there, there, what benefit to man is there? I, I don't know the answer to that. Beagles heads in fucking cages and then having them be eaten by fucking fleas. Again, man. I, I am giving them the benefit of the doubt here. But my position is totally backwards, apparently, um, to everyone else in America, because I think that that sounds horrible. But if if I could be shown that there was a a reasonable, you know, valid scientific outcome that would come from this, uh, that would, you know, benefit my mankind, then maybe I could say, okay, well, at least that's justified. But my my overall point is, is that. Everybody is going out of their minds over this. Like Congress wants to um, hold hearings and, and launch an investigation into the torture of these uh, torture and killing of these 44 puppies. Yeah. OK. Now, here's the thing. The week before that, we found documented proof. It was released. It was documented proof that essentially Fauci and the NIH funded COVID-19. In the Wuhan lab and it escaped from the lab and it has now killed almost five million people. Yeah. Okay. There's no congressional hearings about that. No. There's no investigation in that. No one's going down for that. Fauci could very well go down for killing 44 puppies and not go down for killing five million people. I mean, what kind of backwards ass world do we live in and i understand people's here's the thing about humanity here's where we've gotten in this point in our history is that human life is less valuable to most people than animal life and that is true you're not lying there's truth in this because it's like um you know people will go out of their mind if there's a the death of an animal, the torture of an animal, but yet we live in a world where there's you know the torture and death of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people um, across the globe all the time, and nobody gets as worked up about that. And here we have an instance where it's it's we have more than enough evidence for a grand jury indictment of Fauci. Yeah. Okay. No doubt about it. We have lying to Congress alone is enough. What, not only that, just the fact of what they did. Um, so, for, for, for he's responsible essentially for the death of five million people. But my my guess is he's going down for this. He's going down for killing forty four puppies. 
Well, yeah. Here's the thing, like why I understand the hypocrisy or whatever whatever term you want to use for the reason. Right. I'm just okay with them finding something. Look, if you're not going to be mad for them killing humans, at least be mad for them killing puppies. Then. But that's what's going to go down in history, you have to understand, is that the, the, the puppy gate is going to be the thing that brings it all down. Puppy gate. Well, every, you know, every political scandal no, no, is no. a gate. Beagle gate. Beagle gate. Okay, beagle, beagle gate. Beagle gate it we'll sounds it. better than puppy gate. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's the history books are not going to record the fact that, you know... The, the United States government, the Chinese government, working together with with corporate sponsors and Johnson and Johnson, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, killed five million people. Yeah, that's never going to but be they, out there in the, they the never, general consciousness. Yeah, it's 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 in the fringes. It's it's right. You know, it's yeah. said on podcasts like this. Yeah, and and when you say it, you know, half of the public looks at you like, oh, come on, that's crazy. That, they it, didn't do like, that. No, no. He, he, here's the the actual NIH documents. No, but oh, they no. killed. You're just looking at the wrong way, Adrian. They killed forty they killed puppies. puppies. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And That's again, what I'm mad about. Like he, he I was, love animals. I hate the fact that, that they tortured and killed these forty four, you know, beagle puppies. But still, if you try if you put that on scale compared to five million people That's just statistics. It, well, like uh, you know, I, I who Stalin. Was, was it Stalin that said it? One death is a tragedy. A million deaths is a statistic. Yep. Yeah, and, and that's where that is really the the realm that we're in right now. He's a very uh, prophetic, uh, totalitarian humanity, dictator. Humanity has a very self hating time right now. Yes. Yeah. Like they don't like themselves. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, and it's it's like, weird. I, I think that's why zombie movies are so popular. Probably. You know, the whole zombie thing is because that's what people want to see other people as, as just, you know, mindless things that can be destroyed without, you know, any remorse. Yeah, you just poke them in the head. Right. Yeah. So. Bag them up, poke them yeah, in the head. But, uh, you know, it, the bottom line is I do hope Fauci goes down. Uh, it's just a shame what he's going down for and how history is going to remember it. Well, it's the same thing with well we'll get to that we'll get to this other article later, but it's the same thing with Cuomo, like he did all these other things, killed all these people in the th- in the in the in the uh, in the old age homes, but right. you know, grope a couple chicks and fucking watch <laughs> out what happens. Yeah, yeah. Kill well, grandma, what the fuck, you know? Right. Exactly. Grope her granddaughter though, fuck, you're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he's going down for something again, you know. Same with uh, Fauci. That's what I mean, that's how I feel like at the same time I'm like it's stupid, but at the same time I'm glad he's going down for something. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, if you haven't heard, uh, uh, former New York government uh, governor Andrew Cuomo, who recently had to resign for uh, essentially uh, groping and sexually harassing uh, women in his office, uh, is now being charged criminally uh, with uh, groping a woman. Uh, they didn't arrest him. And make him do the perp walk, though. No, of course not. They're like not going to bullshit. Do but uh, he is he is charged with it and could face up to a year in prison. It is a I think it's first degree misdemeanor. Yeah. So they didn't even take it so far as to felony. So they're just, you know. Well, that here's the thing, though. When you saw that it was a misdemeanor, it made me think maybe he's actually going to get charged. Maybe he's going to like if it was a felony, I would think he would get off. But with a misdemeanor, I don't think he's going to. Right. Right. And I'm like, sure he he's, may, they may get him. for. He's, this he's not going to do any jail time, but he will be flagged as a sex offender. Yes. So which so there's that, which is nice. Right. Right. Which is nice. Yeah. I wonder if they'll make him tape his uh his nipple rings out in uh in prison. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, that guy. All those fucking Cuomo's, man. They're just evil human beings. They are. You know. Well, hold on. And I want to go back to the other thing though. Is that what is more fucking evil scientist than the puppy thing though? Yeah, that's that's like yeah. that's up there. Look, Look, if you were a kid and you did that to a puppy, they'd put you in the fucking they'd put you in the loony bin and lock you up and throw away the key. Well, yeah, I get that, but I do also acknowledge that there could be some scientific benefit to doing that. So, um, you know, I'm not going to it, it it's sad and it's tragic and I would never personally engage in it, but by the same token, I do understand animal testing uh, you know, can be necessary for the development of things that yeah, are good just for a difference between not animal only, testing and what they did, though. Yeah, it was weird. It's like, what are you going to learn from that? You, you know, t- letting you, letting these these uh, sand flies eat the dogs alive. Yeah. I, I mean, what are you going to learn from that? I, yeah, I don't. And the thing is this, like the scientists didn't like to hear the puppies squealing. So they took their larynx so out. So instead of not doing it, we're just going to take out their fucking... Like, right. That's just evil. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't even get what. Like, we don't want to hear the consequences of our actions. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just. Ugh. 
I, don't get me wrong. I'm sure if Cuomo could take out the voice boxes of some of these fucking chicks, he'd fucking do oh, it. Oh, I'm sure he'd really like to do that, especially before they testify. Yeah. <laughs> like, just fucking, I mean. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the thing about the Cuomos is, and they're all in the same the same realm, you know, the Fauci's, the Cuomos, all these people. They're, they're in that uh, realm of, well, I'm in power, so you can't question me. I'm better than you. You know, yeah. that, that oh, sort yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's nice to see him going down. You know, so. But that's How the thing. he goes to jail and has to go down a lot. <laughs> Toss no. my salad. Look, if he does. Do, I like jelly. If he does do any time, which I highly doubt, it's going to be country club time. Mm, yeah, God, there's no that. doubt about it. I really do hope you're wrong in that one, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know you're not, but like. You know, it would be it would be nice if I was, but that's not the world we live in. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. People like that don't go to real jail. Yeah. It's a tease. Kind of like what the sun's doing with you right now. Yeah, I know. I know. Another report out that tomorrow there's going to be a big solar storm heading for Earth and it could disrupt communications and power grids. But I got a feeling this one. It's an X one. Uh, which is an extreme event, but it's like the lowest grade of an extreme event. So, uh, unfortunately, this is not going to be the one that sets uh, uh, sets humanity back uh, 300 years technologically. So oh, that's the one I'm looking man. for. Come yeah, on. So you got to get there. We might get some uh, spotty cell phone coverage and, you know, uh, things like that. Like, but, do you realize this is all because of the coronavirus, right? Uh, no, I, I don't. Oh, yeah, no, this is the coronavirus. The sun coronavirus? Uh, yeah, solar no. coronavirus. Oh yeah, no, it's it's bad. It's because of the coronavirus. Yeah, I don't understand. So the until you there. get the shot, this is what happens. <laughs> well, we are actually in a a cycle of increased solar activity, um, which uh, is I, I think it peaks at twenty twenty five. It's generally a twelve year cycle, um, and uh, you know that's so we we uh, we still have a chance uh, for the big one. Um, you know, I, I keep hoping, but. Unfortunately, the one that is scheduled to happen tomorrow is probably not going to be it. But it's a good sign. I mean, we've had two solar storms hit the Earth in in the past, you know, uh, 15 days or something like that. So it's a good sign that it's increasing. You're going to get you think we're going to get there? I hope so. I hope I know you're really hoping for it. So I I totally am. I totally am. You know, if uh, if we get the one that wipes out all the technology, I'm just going to be thrilled to death. Aw. Yeah. Aw. And, you know, here's the funny thing is, is let's think through that scenario. Nobody is going to know what if, if we got the really big solar storm. I mean, the really big one um, where it, it fries all the power grids. It fries all the technology. It's, you know, nobody's really going to understand what happened because they're going to get in the morning. The, the lights don't turn on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to pick up their cell phone. Their cell phone doesn't work. You know, uh, they're going to, you know, try to, you know, turn on a radio. There's no radio. Yeah. You know, um, and so really no one is going to have any idea what happened. And that's going to be the interesting part. There's going to be no communication. So essentially there's going to be no government. Um, there would be no, you know, people call in 911. There's no way to call 911. And even if they could call 911, there's no way to answer the call. And even if they could answer the call, there's no way to communicate with the other off. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's like essentially planes are going to crash. Uh, yeah, yeah. Planes in the so air. Anything would in the air is going to fucking go down, yeah, right? But uh, you know, that's uh, that's the way it would happen. Mass automobile accidents, probably so. Well, actually, probably they just all roll to a stop. You know. Well, so. yeah, but depending on where they're at, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, but <clears throat> you know, essentially, there's going to be no news, and that's going to be the interesting thing. People are going to have to figure it out on their own. Oh, you're in an instant death within 24 to 48 hours. There's going to be a lot of death. Uh, maybe. Maybe, yeah. yeah. People are going to just lose their fucking minds. Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen that quick. Mm. I, I don't think it. Uh, there, I'm sure initially there's going to be some fires. Well, there's going to be some fires anyway because you get that much electricity coursing I'm going, through. I'm going looting. There's going to be a lot of fires initially. There's oh, yeah. going to be a lot of looting initially. Oh yeah, I'm looting. You know, I'm a looter. I'm going straight for uh, you know groceries. Yeah, yeah. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to yeah. get some meat. Yeah, yeah. Some canned goods. Goes bad. Yeah, yeah. Some canned goods. Yeah. Some cheeses. Not going to be able to cook it though. Uh, why not? You can have fire. Fire is not out. Well, you you know you can only get so much charcoal. Well, so I'll get the charcoal. That, I'm gonna load true, up yeah. on some fucking charcoal and fucking work it out, man. Yeah, um, actually, it's gonna be a cookout. It's gonna be like a cookout. Well, for a while, then we got to start chopping down trees and stuff. You know, for well, firewood and yeah. But that's all right. Don't yeah. That. So uh, finding fresh water source is gonna be the hardest part for everyone because that's the other thing nobody thinks about is your water's not gonna work. Oh yeah, but mine will work. N- no, are you on a well? Oh no, I'm on two wells. Are you're on two wells? Well, well. <laughs> now you're being facetious. No, now I'm just being silly. That's the difference. Okay. 
<laughs> All right, let's move on then. Oh, 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 so now that I'm being silly, we got to move on from your fucking. Well, you've sabotaged my whole thing. So, you what do you mean I sabotaged, you sabotaged it? it? I did you took not. It. Yeah, I, I was being very I serious. I was trying to help people here, trying to prepare them for a, a possible calamity. And now here you are just w- making jokes. I'm on a well, well. Making jokes. Yeah, right. Just fucking so, making well, jokes. Fuck you, dude. Fuck uh, you. Fuck you, Alex. Why don't you uh, use some type of terrible segue to get us to the next story? Uh, well, let's talk about the credible confessions that the CIA trained JFK's assumed assassin and why this. Biden didn't declassify docs. Okay, so basically you just read what I wrote in the show notes. Well, thank, what did you want me to do? Thank you very much. I wanted you to do one really bad segue so I could point out what a bad segue how, it was. How worse of a segue did I do than that? Well, it was perfect because you read my uh, exact uh, you know, oh my lead God, in. Oh, here we go. So. Here we go. <laughs> this is actually really interesting, and this was in the uh, Miami Herald yesterday. Um, apparently... Uh, someone who has worked for the forty uh, for forty years for the CIA, um, or, or I'm sorry, he worked for a long time in the CIA during the Cuban Missile Crisis and all this. He was a uh, anti uh, a C- a contract CIA worker, anti Castro militant, counterintelligence chief for Venezuela, FBI informant, and a drug dealer. That's a lot. Of, I mean, he lived a good life. <laughs> well, you got to figure if you get involved in the CIA, especially in that area, well, then you're going to be dealing drugs. You're going to be dealing drugs. You're you're going to be you know uh, doing an anti Castro militant. You know, you're going to be the Bay of Pigs, all that stuff. Um, so he uh, he was actually a sniper instructor in the early 1960s in secret camps where Cuban exiles and others trained to invade Cuba. And after Kennedy was shot and they showed the picture of Oswald, he told his family, I trained that guy in a CIA camp. And it turns out that he was on uh, the CIA. He was working for the CIA at the time. And it turns out that he um, um, was alerted the day uh, before uh, Kennedy was to arrive in Dallas by the CIA, said, get a cleanup team ready and go uh, go to Dallas. Okay. Oh, my God. So, uh, and this is apparently all in the documentation that Joe Biden said he was going to release. But what happened is he told this story to his family and his son uh, just came out and told this story to the media. You know, this is some years later. Um, So it's, uh, yeah, he died in 1982, but he told him on his deathbed, he told him all this information. And the son kept it quiet because he said at first, look. He didn't want to die. He said there was that. And then he thought that, you know, probably no one would believe him anyway. But essentially, once this guy's name got out and people researched him, they realized, oh, yeah, this guy was the real deal. Uh, his, His code name or nickname was The Monkey. So, you know, if you've got a, a, a nomenclature uh, with the CIA that is like a single animal word, you're probably pretty high up there. Well, you're yeah, you're definitely. Well, here's the thing. You're a good asset. <coughs> exactly. Yeah. So you're a good asset. But what he's saying is that he did train Lee Harvey Oswald in a secret uh, CIA sniper training class. Now, and he also went on, you know, they, they alerted him the day before Dallas that they were going to need a cleanup crew, but then they eventually told him to stand down. So it just it, very interesting stuff. And Biden had promised to release all this information, and then he changed his mind about it. <laughs> so I think once Biden figured out that the CIA was involved in Kennedy's death, um, yeah, assassination, uh, he decided, well, maybe we better not declassify that information. But yeah, it's it's really uh, really interesting that uh, the guy's name is um, Ricardo Morales, known as Monkey. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully no relation to Marcos. Uh, perhaps we should ask Marcos. Yeah, we actually yeah we should. I wonder if uh, I wonder if there is any relation. Morales is a pretty common name though, so it's like Smith. Yeah, well, not quite, but uh, close. Like but, Jefferson. Uh, yeah, very interesting stuff, and and uh, I, I would love to hear uh, you know some reporter question Joe Biden is, on if that was the reason he refused to declassify the documents. Probably, I mean, I, you know, we're going to find out later on that that. Well, it's been fifty years now already. I mean, we're going to so. find out that the CIA actually, actually sixty years. We're going to find out that the CIA killed Kennedy. I I think yeah, this at, at least parts of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, there was something there. And why do you think that was? Why do you think that the CIA killed Kennedy? Yeah. I mean, I don't I, I don't really know at the end of the day. It could be a, a foreign policy. I, it has definitely has something to do with, with, 
with Kennedy's view of foreign policy and what he wanted to do globally. Right. And I'm sure that didn't jive with the CIA. So the CIA just had him killed. It's mm, interesting. You think Johnson had any hand in it? I don't know. It's possible. It's, yeah. it, you, here's the thing. You never can tell. Um, but, I mean, it just shows you that the CIA's got to go. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, we got to right. get, get rid of these organizations. Like it it just, would be nice to know the truth about some of these things. It really would. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. The reason that – look, the reason it would be nice to know the truth is it would be nice to have a – Look, I think if we if they were to put out the entire truth about a lot of different issues, right, that it would turn a lot of people against government completely. Oh, absolutely! Like it would make the case for for us, know, for us. Yeah, <laughs> right. it'd make the case. Yeah. and don't get me wrong; I think part of it is we, we want to believe it. We want to believe it, but what, at the same time, we, hang on. What do you mean? What do we want to believe? That the CIA was the government's that evil. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I think it's clear that they are. Well, yeah, I know. Like I know that me and you will say that, but like right. they, they don't. You're, the general public will do the same thing that you talked about earlier. Well, they'll be like, "Oh, that's just crazy." There's no way that they did that. I, I how many times do we say things like that, and then your average person will just dismiss it out of hand and actually use one of the CIA's uh, tactics, which was to call it a conspiracy theory, because that's something that the CIA came up with was the term conspiracy theory, right? In order to um, you know, dissuade people from believing it. Right, right. Well, I, I think it's a little more nuanced than that. I, th I think your average person, if you asked 10 people on the street, um, I'll bet you that six of them say that, yeah, the government probably had a hand in Kennedy's assassination. You know, at some level, the government was responsible for it. At some level, the government was involved. I'll bet you it's probably 60%. However, of that 60%, probably only a third of them take it so far as to say, that's why there should be no government. They somehow excuse it that, oh, well, yeah, that, that happens yeah, once we were in a while. we fighting the communists. Right, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It, no, it's not even that. It's just, it's like a kind of a disconnect. You know what I'm saying? They don't they they acknowledge that the government is evil and has done evil things and and you know things in the shadows and conspiracy th things theory that are called conspiracy theories and all that. They will acknowledge that in a lot of cases, but they don't make the the bigger connection to that well government is a bad thing. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so then it, you'd have to do something about it. Yeah, yeah, it, it it's kind of like I remember us talking um, many years ago, back on the Liberty Underground show. Many moons ago. Yeah, well, many, many moons ago um, on the um, on 9-11. And one of the things that you said at the time was, I can't believe that the government did 9-11 because I just can't ac accept the fact that they're that evil. Yes, yes. You know? No, no, no. I remember I remember this. And you know yeah. what? I, I'm now past that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I actually don't think that the government was directly responsible for 9-11, but uh, just because I think that they were involved in the cover-up after the fact for the Saudis, but I don't think they engineered or planned 9-11, and I don't believe that, you know, no, any of the stupid theories like, you know, no planes hit the towers or anything like that. Um, but in this case, I do believe that the government did have a hand in Kennedy's assassination. Uh, because there's enough evidence there at this point, I think, that, yeah, you, you can't dismiss that. But, like, your thought was is that you can't accept the fact that the government was that evil. And I think that's the biggest thing, is even though when you present them with a specific instance of the government being evil, they can't um, conceptualize the fact that that's the actual overriding, you know, function of government. Yeah, you know. no, no, I hear what you're saying there. And and like I said just a second ago, I am now well past that. Right. Like, right. I am now well past. I really do think, and, and I, on a daily basis, I, I, I will tell myself at least one time on a daily basis, wow, the government is just this is just evil. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, but it is just By the same token, evil. you don't believe that the government did 9-11. Uh, I believe that the terrorists were involved and they put planes into buildings. Right. The... And I believe that they're the ones that planned it. But at this point, I do believe that the government had a much bigger role in like getting out of the way and allowing it to happen. Perhaps. Mm, maybe. Maybe. Like, I don't I, think that I, I just think that they I think that they purposely ignored it. 
I, I honestly think that one was more negligence than anything. Maybe they I think didn't they think just they were gonna, missed it. Maybe they didn't think the terrorists were going to go that far. Right. But I think that they were in order to drum up. The, and again, it's all to drum up the fear. It's the same thing with the, it's the same thing with the coronavirus. It's the same thing with a lot of different issues. Where well, no, I think the coronavirus is a different issue because I, I think at this point there's very little doubt that they created it, and either through negligence or intent they released it. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, I'll go with that for sure. Right. You know. I, it's, Look, if you, if you, it's hard to to argue, you know, that that's not what happened at this point. Yeah. So in that case, I, I don't think you can compare the two. Well, I got you. And no, and I think the coronavirus is now being used to rapidly implement go, global government. Well, that that's absolutely true. I think that all of these crises never let a good crisis go to waste. Mm-hmm. Rahm Emanuel. Um, God, what a dark ass fucking episode we're already doing. Right <laughs> I know, but I didn't. I was. I was really hoping for a more lighthearted episode. Why well, you put me in a bad mood I this know. morning? This is what you get with Adrian in a fucking bad mood. You know what man. though? It's still you great. You go though. down the rabbit hole. It's it's still. That's great, what's going to happen. There you go. You should know. No, it I'm sorry. Now. Continue. But anyway, I I don't know where I was going at this point. <laughs> no, you were, were talking about how evil the government is. Well, and, right, and I think that's the thing is that just people can't in general wrap their heads around you know how evil the government is, and I think what happens is people tend to go too far down the rabbit hole either they ignore it completely and just say okay well i accept that isolated yeah, or incident. they go to the the frogs are gay or they yeah right they go full alex jones and, yeah. and you know just uh, chemtrails and all that stuff you know actually i'm surprised we're not hearing a ton more about chemtrails now that the weather's gotten cooler because always you see a lot more contrails when the you know atmosphere is cooler and you know they spread out more and you know so it's it's chemtrail season everyone be prepared in your social media feeds <laughs> <laughs> it seems like certain conspiracies that they don't take away like you can still like they're not blocking flat earthers right you yeah know what exactly I'm like yeah. i have to do that myself i have to block flat earthers myself <laughs> yeah. yeah which i will say this if there's one thing that will get you blocked it more than anything else it is if you are a flat earther as a matter of fact, I think there are people that have been joking about flat earthers that I've ended up blocking. Oh yeah, I, I, because even if you make a joke about it, I don't like it. it, it look, it, what is what is it? Uh, I, I forget what the the law is, the the internet rule, um, but uh, it's um, you know. Given uh, no indication whether something is satire or not, it's completely impossible to tell whether someone is being satirical or not on the internet. Yeah, you know, and I forget that there's a there's a, a something name to for do that. with tone. Yeah, uh, but no, it's not that. It's somebody's name. But anyway, like Goodwin's Law or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, that might be the one that everything devolves into. You're a Nazi. Uh, <laughs> but it, yeah, it's it's funny that I know I've I've uh, you know communicated with with people you know saying the earth is flat and i think some of them are just being totally trolling and and just riding it out the long way because there's no way that 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 many people are that stupid right you know it, it just, like you wouldn't think so right but the number of people that are dead set believing f- the flat earth theory is right yeah like fuck yeah i mean just the fact that you have gps on your phone literally proves that the earth is round yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like all these things that you know. It, it, you know anyway, how big the conspiracy theory has to be. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> that and that's that's the other thing is, is like I'd have to be in on when it. a conspiracy theory gets that big. It it's just it's impossible. I do think that sometimes that's that's that that is the that is purposeful disinformation. Oh, I'm sure because they will. I mean, how many times do they do you listen? Like, okay, so there was a they had an episode of The View. Which right. is a very big watched show. Why and, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. Fucking especially with the idiots that are on that show. Oh, I know. And that here, let's get some Karens together and see what they think. Exactly. Right. At least it's a diverse group of Karens. <laughs> right. Um. So, but they go on there and they just talk mad shit about Joe Rogan, like all you know. Oh, I hate him. He's a he believes this and this. None of the stuff that he believes. You know, he's 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 homophobic and and anti-trans oh, yeah. and racist and all this other stuff. It's like. Have you ever listened to Joe Rogan? They, they, like, have you ever heard the show? Probably not. Yeah. You know, in all reality, the funny thing is, is that, and this is how sad our media is at this point, is that Joe Rogan is probably one of the better interviewers and does more to get more out of the, his guests to have intelligent conversations oh, yeah. than The View could even remotely dream of having. Right. Like, there is no intelligent conversation going on The View. Almost every one of Rogan's episodes, other than the ones where it's like a comedian and, like, they're just there to bust jokes on one another and right. stuff like that. Yeah. Other than that, 
he has some very intelligent shows like and you get to listen to somebody like you get to listen to a prominent person for three hours yeah with a guy that really does know how to interview especially because he switches gears so quickly and i don't think he does it on purpose to to play gotcha but he does it in a way in which it gets the person to be much more um like truthful right in how they really feel truthful in how they actually feel and i I mean i don't want to say truthful because like they're lying on the other shows but he gets more out of those people right by the way he does the interview he's he's a very empathetic interviewer and he tends to put himself on the same level with his interviewee and I think that builds a lot of inherent trust. Now, full disclosure, I've never seen a full, I've never listened to a full episode of Joe Rogan. I've never seen a full episode of The View. But I have seen enough clips of both, and I've watched some interview excerpts from yeah. both. And, uh, yeah, I can tell you that uh, basically The View tends to do two things. They get people on that they like and fawn all over them, or they get people on they hate and just shout at them. Yeah. You know, um, whereas Rogan, no matter what, person he has on uh he's going to try to find a, a common ground and start from there well and have an intelligent yeah. interview right exactly like and, it, and he always brings uh, he allows people enough rope to either make their point or hang themselves right yeah and i think that's probably one of the better qualities and it's just weird because he'll admit on the show and again he's self-aware enough to realize that you know look i'm a i'm a freaking you know ex-cage fighter right you know what I mean? Like, who you know? Who am I? He's not high on himself, but I think that he gains a little bit of knowledge. It's almost like the Highlander. Like, every time he has somebody on the show, he gains a little bit of knowledge because of the way he asks the questions and because he's actually listening to the answers right. to where he's coming in sometimes where he doesn't think he knows more than that other person, even though he may know more than that other person, but he just involves himself in an intelligent conversation. And that, that's such the opposite of what we get on TV right now, which is why TV in all reality sucks now. Right. Because like, you're not getting anything intelligent. You're only getting like just bullshit and you know talking points and you know fake controversy on some of these issues. And also just totally trying to... You want to talk about media misinformation? Like how much of the how much of your mainstream media is total misinformation, where it just it completely negates from the actual point or from what people should be talking about in order to manipulate those people? Right. It's just it's it's you know it's it's just awesome that you have guys like Rogan, especially because look at the end of the day, Rogan gives zero fucks. Like the dude gives zero fucks. He doesn't really care what anybody else says. He's just going to do his thing, and you know smoke some weed maybe have a fucking you know maybe have some mushrooms and have a psychedelic experience and talk about dmt and you know right. which is why they consider him so dangerous because they, you know he really does want people to think for themselves and he wants to provide information in his own way and again he's he i don't know i'm not trying to get all over rogan's dick but right yeah yeah you totally uh sucking on that thing all i day slopped long. it like no it's going out of style shit, man and i feel but like he's, you know i feel like we it. should we should send him a bill for the ad he earns it yeah um, uh, can we can we quit talking about our competitors now and uh, basically driving people to listen to a different? I podcast? appreciate the fact that you no. consider that we that he's a competitor. I, I appreciate that. Well, obviously, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it, it's kind of like you know Joe Cola going up against Pepsi, but <laughs> yeah. you know, not even. Um, yeah, we're like the fucking speaking the of, rebrand of RC. Speaking of enough rope to hang themselves, uh, it looks like New York City has been given enough rope to uh, hang themselves with the vaccine mandates. Oh, this is a big game of chicken right now. Oh boy. yeah, yeah, they are really. Uh, I'm really rooting for the public. I'm really. Root- Here's the thing. I'm I'm in such a weird position right now because I'm totally rooting for all the government employees in New York. Right. Like, please do the right thing, guys. Please do the right thing. Well, if you if you don't know, uh, this week uh, New York said that anyone that is unvaccinated, any municipal worker, and that includes police, uh, firefighters, you know, uh, garbage, tr- garbage people, men, you know, which is transit the, workers. That's everybody. the most important one, by the way. All right. The garbage workers are the most important factor in this oh, one. Especially in New York City. If yeah. you've ever seen a garbage strike in New York City, that is a horrible, disgusting thing. I was actually in New York City when the, there was a garbage strike going on and it just piles and piles of trash everywhere it stunk even worse than new york city normally stinks the key I mean, is the garbage yeah. man in this one but so so what happened is uh, new york city set a deadline for all municipal employees to be vaccinated by friday um or end of day friday or 
they would be put on leave without pay. Mm-hmm. Okay, starting November first, right, which is Monday. Yeah. So uh, even though today was the deadline, but still, um, so basically, you've got a significant number of New York City cops, firefighters, trash pickup, municipal workers. You know, basically everyone who works for the New York City government, which is tens probably hundreds of thousands of people yeah and they're looking at like it looks like 20 percent didn't do it yeah i think on average i think it's about 20 percent so now as of today uh you've got fire stations that are closed uh trash that's not getting picked up bus drivers that aren't coming to work you know subway uh, you know uh engineers that aren't coming to work uh cops uh, you know, it, it, tons and tons of cops are, are not coming to work. Uh, they had a protest where they uh, uh, would they walk across the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. Um, and uh, hold, on, hold on. One of the signs that's on the picture, by the way, in the AP article, I got I, I to just I got to put this out there is that there's a person that has a sign that says, I am very angry. <laughs> yeah, see Wait a second. <laughs> right. OK, look. I actually appreciate your lack of imagine, imagination on this one. Because, like, what do I want my sign to say? Well, well, I'm very angry. I'm very angry. I am. And then, hold on. You didn't even, hold on. You didn't even use, like, the conjunction or whatever in it. I am very, not I'm. Right. I am very angry. I, All caps. I, I feel like they were enunciating. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's funny. Like, you have this sea of, of, of people and there's only one sign that you can actually read, and the sign you can read just says, I am very angry. Right. Like, I feel like it's not even real. Right. You know, I know it is, but... Oh, no, it's... it's Yeah, I, I think that's a great sign. I mean, that's why people protest. They pro- People protest when they're angry, so... Yeah, no, but, like, can you put something more than I am... Hold on. Could you imagine if you went to a protest where everybody had a sign that says, I am very angry? Yeah. Yeah, good, actually. I am here... I like that. I am here to protest... Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's the same as that. Like I am here to protest. This is a protest sign. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. <laughs> you know, the next time, hold on, we got to have these at the ready. The next time that there is any kind of protest, for whatever reason is, I just want to have signs at the ready. Said this is my protest sign. <laughs> okay, and just hold them up. This oh. is my protest sign. <laughs> All right, have fun with that. Hold on, and on the back side, it'll say, "I am very angry." Okay, good. This is my protest sign. I am very angry, <laughs> and then just keep doing it back and forth. You, you know, and that's it. You could take it to any protest. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's, it's that's just, what I'm saying. It won't matter the protest. Yeah. You can just go to any protest. And say white placard, black lettering. Oh, it's totally got to be generic. that. Yeah, yeah, totally generic. Yeah. This says, I am very angry. This is my protest sign. I like it. I like it. But uh, the NYPD is also not only uh, you know expecting a lot of uh, uh, cops not to go on the job, firefighters, you know, the whole nine yards, but the NYPD is expecting so many retirements today yeah. that they actually said, because anyone with 20 years plus can retire at any time. Yeah. And apparently a large portion of the force has 20 years plus, but they just haven't retired yet. Yeah. Um, so... It's it's so uh, drastic the number of retirements they're expecting because of the COVID uh, the vaccine mandate that police officials have reser- uh, reserved the auditorium at one police plaza Friday for the NYC NYC Police Pension Fund to process retirement paperwork for cops with at least twenty years on the job. Um, so basically, they're separating by last name and bringing them into an auditorium to process the retirements. <laughs> they're doing it in groups because they can't do it all at one time. <laughs> That's how bad it is, you know. And and you deserve. And they're it. going through with it. Oh, this is the thing. Oh, it, these guys, the Blasio's, fucking doubling down. Right, right. And and w- when they when they turn around and you know there the people are complaining because there's no cops anywhere buildings are burning down trash is piling up on the streets the buses aren't rolling when all these municipal services that people in new york city demand aren't happening they're not going to look back and go oh we fucked up oh no they're, they're going to blame, blame those people right yeah they're going to blame unpatriotic you're anti-american for not fucking right forcing on you know for not forcing our shot on you right Right. We're having a problem with it, assholes. Yeah, and it, again, it's 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 so amazing. He's got to go French quick, man. <laughs> it's not going to. I know it's not, it's but not I'm just saying. To. But it is. I don't nice have a problem with beheadings, by the way. I know you don't. You talk about that very frequently. I think you've got some weird fetish about it, actually. About beheadings? Yeah, yeah. I think you're over there. Oh, yeah. Chop that head off. Guillotine. <laughs> I just want to see cities with fucking elected officials with the heads on pikes all over the place. Yeah, see, I don't want that. 
I, I, do. I don't want that. I do now. I didn't want it before, but I do now. I just want... I just, they're so evil. I, here's what... You know what I want? I want them to be milling around, searching for food and water and shelter, you know, going, I, I don't know what to do. I want them to lose all their power and be the weakest link in society. That's what I want. Uh, you know what? I'm going for the beagle treatment now. Nah, nah. Yeah, let's, let's lock them in a cage and let the sand fleas get them. Let's let them have to live through their own failure for a while. I'd like to see Fauci get tested like those other animals get tested. Yeah, no, just you know. It, it, Again, I'm, I'm going. I'm you know I'm I'm down a road now. So yeah, I'm just you're, saying. you're down a road. So uh, so. Oh, by the way, just for the record, Goodwin's law is the Nazi one. Oh, oh did you find the one where uh, uh, what is it? It's. Uh, uh, you can't tell whether it's uh, uh, satire or not. Yeah, Goodwin's Law is the Nazi one. But anyway, while we're uh, while we're uh, you're looking that up, I want to talk about the hiker that got lost. <laughs> Poe's Law. <laughs> Poe's Law. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Poe's Law is the one that says, uh, given without some other indication, you can't tell whether someone's being serious or satirical. Yeah. Um, but a hiker who was lost on a mountain for 24 oh hours <laughs> ignored calls from unknown numbers uh, because he didn't recognize the phone number. And it was the rescuers trying to reach out to him. <laughs> this is just the, hold on a second here. Look now. OK, I'm a person that will basically answer the phone anytime it rings. Now, my phone now is set to where a lot of spam calls get blocked and other numbers get blocked now. Right. But I call those numbers right back for the most part. Like, I'll just oh, call the really? number. Oh, yeah, I always call the numbers back. Well, if it says spam risk, then I don't. But if it's just a regular number that looks like it was blocked, then I just call that number back. But I know other people that refuse to answer the phone unless they know exactly who that, who that person is. Right. And I never really understood this. But for this person to go to this kind of extreme, like they were lost in the mountain for 24 hours and he ignored well, the calls because they didn't, he didn't recognize the number. Like, like if you put, cause the reason is this person didn't think they were lost. Right. That's what I'm they saying. Had, but they, they put forward an itinerary that said when they would be back. Right. And they weren't back to that itinerary. Right. And you gave it to people that would have to go out and look for you to rescue you in case you were lost. Right. If you're past your time and you're starting to get a bunch of fucking phone calls, maybe you might want to pick that motherfucker up. Eh, I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of feel like this guy probably didn't feel like he was lost. And, you know, he ended up showing back at his uh, hotel, uh, you know, the next day. So I, I kind of feel like he just like, ah, I'm just going to sleep out on the trail. You know what I'm saying? I, I kind of think that way. I just it would seem weird. Like though. I've done a lot of hiking in the woods and on the Appalachian Trail and stuff like that. And I yeah, never, but you're not giving anybody I itinerary. I never though. left an itinerary, you know. But I if figured, you did, though, then you, know, you it, had an expectation. If, if I screwed up and got eaten by a bear, that was on me. Yeah. <laughs> well, better that than sand fleas. Yeah, right. That's true. That's true. But yeah. Because <laughs> at least it's quick with a fucking that bear. That is funny because uh, you, the, the, uh, at least the guy is very consistent about not answering spam calls. Yeah, right? Like, I'm, if, I'm, if, I, if I'm not his friend, I'm not calling him. <laughs> right. Like, there's no use to make that phone call. That's right. I wonder if that's what they finally do. Hey, get some friend of this guy to call. <laughs> that's what they should have done. Yeah. Anyone in his contact book? Call Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Timmy! Uh, where do you want to go next? I don't care. You don't care? Oh, hold on. Let's do, let's do, hold on. Uh, no, there's a good one to do here. You want to talk about, look, we've made the statement before that any law that you break can be punishable by death. It, it, yeah, at, at the extreme. Right? At the, at, here's the thing, though. You say at the extreme. Right. And then a day ago, city officials in Texas went to cut a man's overgrown lawn. He was later killed in a standoff with police. Right. Right. Now, it, it, this, I, I actually put this, this out. This is why code enforcement is so evil, by the way. I agree. Um, I, I put this out as kind of a Rorschach test, um, you know, because different people are going to see this different ways. Um, so basically, the headline is city officials in Texas went to cut a man's overgrown lawn. He was later killed in a standoff with police. Um, the contractors working for Austin Code Department had been mowing the lawn of a home in an upscale neighborhood for an hour on Wednesday when bullets started suddenly f began flying from inside the house. What had begun as a routine enforcement of a local ordinance quickly devolved into a five-hour standoff, police said. By the end of the day, the resident was dead and his house was engulfed in flames. Okay. Now, if you listen to this, you're going to either say... And you have to make a decision one way or another, whether the man 
the homeowner in this case was to blame for this or whether the government was to blame for this. And again, like I said, it's kind of a Rorschach Rorschach test as to where you stand on this type of issue. And for me, it's absolutely clear that the cause of this tragedy was government. Because if basically, you know, uh, government said, well, it's his property. If he wants his lawn overgrown, then fine. You know, if they had just done that instead of, you know, going to his house and mowing his lawn. And I have to say that that the fact that they did that, they were charging him for the lawn service. But still, the fact that they did that was was not bad. But they actually instigated the situation that ended in this man's death. Now, granted, this guy was probably unstable and so on and so forth. You know, obviously, if you're going to not mow your lawn and then shoot at people who try to mow it, you're not stable. But the fact is, if they had not gotten involved and just let this man have his grass long, you know, who cares, um, then he would still be alive today. So I, I think that you have to at least put some of the responsibility on government in this case. I mean, in the in the specific instance, the government is the initiator of the aggression. Right. And that the person responded to that aggression over over vehemently overreacted. You know, yeah, just extreme. However, though, he wouldn't have it. just shot anybody. You had to be doing something for him for him to shoot at them. Exactly, exactly. And you don't know how he shot at them. Like you don't know if he actually was aiming to kill them or if it was like a warning shot. Right. But it didn't matter at that point because the cops were there. Well, at some point, something happened to where the house caught fire, and they thought he was inside. But then he ended up in the garage, and he opened the garage door, and was holding a firearm, and that's when they shot him. Yeah. So, um, and here's the thing who says the government didn't burn his house down? Well, they did it in Waco, so who knows? Yeah, I kind of doubt it. I mean, if you're going to kill a president, then you'll do anything because it's in Texas. (laughs) That is true. It's in Texas. That is true. A CIA might be behind it, but I kind of doubt that. But again, I, I don't think that you know you can deny that the government at least bears some of the responsibility here because they essentially just you know stuck their nose in business that wasn't their business oh and code enforcement yeah you, you want to talk about one of the most insidious government agencies that i don't ever think exists. it's the most insidious oh, I but hate you know it's just oh i hate them it is an infringement of, of property rights and, and again it's you know it, it, there there could have been several the hoas with guns yeah, that is kind of true. Yeah, HOAs with guns. <laughs> and I've had enough HOAs recently. I don't have one, but my, my son does, and he's dealing with that. I love that you... I love, Hold on, hold on, real quick, though. Tell the story about the HOA. Oh, well, Because at one point, you had an HOA. When I moved into my neighborhood, we had an HOA. And uh, I refused to pay dues. And I started convincing other people, you know, why why are we paying dues? We could do this ourselves. It'd be cheaper. We wouldn't, you know, one. And so I actually got a whole lot of other people uh, to stop paying their HOA dues. And eventually it got to the point where you know, enough people were not paying dues and just ignoring it completely where they disbanded. Yeah. So um, and now, you know, it's it's not a big deal. It's like uh, for the for the community stuff that we have to do, we just, you know, somebody prints up flyers and say, hey, on Saturday, we're going to go fix up this area. And a bunch of people turn out and everybody throws, you know, 20 bucks in it like uh, years back. Uh, and this was like, you know, this is like 15 years ago since we disbanded the HOA and like uh, maybe about. 10 or 12 years ago uh there was an accident and it you know we have a a neighborhood sign up front that you know says the name of the neighborhood and everything like most neighborhoods have that and someone ran into it and of course we had no hoa so it's just like you know there was a contractor in the neighborhood that said yeah well you know i'll do it if everyone chips in for the materials and you know some other people come out and help me and you know no big deal and we have a common area like which is a, a ditch and you know, for, for a long time, we just uh, mowed it ourselves. We took turns, you know, just, hey, go, you know, it's your turn to mow it. You go mow it. And and it's a big, like, you know, two, three-acre area. Yeah. But now the county finally mows it. But, you know, still. The point is, is that we didn't need it for anything. So we, we totally disbanded it. But the thing is this, though, and this is the part that you kind of gloss over. And I know you're probably not trying to, you know, suck your own dick on this one. Right. But, like, it is legendary that you use noncompliance to eliminate a quasi-governmental organization. Yeah, I guess that's true. You know, but it wasn't just me. I mean, I was. What? Well, but you were going around talking to others. Oh yeah, yeah. I you know telling people, why the hell we need this? I mean, this, and and not only that, it's like we had all these deed restrictions too. One of them was you you can't hang your clothes out in the backyard on Sunday. 
you can't have chickens <laughs> you know things yeah. like that but uh we are at the end what? oh stop that you know it you know it every time and you act like i oh, didn't know it it's such a big shock i didn't actually know a little over i i'm I, you made me tell that hoa story and put me over and now we're going to be like over one hour and that really that messes with my ocd it? i'm yeah, sorry buddy. So. but anyway hug after the show if you'd over. like to hear more go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage sign up be a subscriber and we'll see you on the other side and tell adrian you love him